0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Everyman's Odyssey podcast where we explore the challenges and values of authentic masculinity through sharing stories and ideas. I'm your host, Cole McClure. Now, if you've been following Everyman's Odyssey on social media, which I hope that you are, uh, but if you have been, you'll see that I've been pretty excited about this next episode. Uh, Today's episode, we're actually sitting down with my wife, Nicole, and that's something I've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, She's really the reason that this podcast ever got started. Um, I had been talking with her about it a lot, and one day she just bought me the microphone and told me to, to get started and stop procrastinating. So that's what I did, and I've had a blast this whole time. So I'm so grateful to have her in my life and so excited to share some of her insights with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. I know we had a lot of fun recording it, um, having some thoughtful discussion about events in her life specifically and our relationship, and then a little bit of fun, you know, back and forth banter as we always do. So here we go. Welcome, Nicole McClure, to the Everyman's Odyssey (laughs) podcast. Hey, babe. Thank you for agreeing to do this this will be episode number 12 the fourth interview and I'm very excited to hear what you have to say about some of the stuff that like we've been going over and some of the topics and and how those things and struggles that we've been discussing on the podcast how that affects your life as well um so to start why don't you just take a couple minutes and give people like a little background about who you are um where you grew up and, and why you agreed to come on the podcast.
1: I'm Nicole McClure. I'm 35. Um, I am your wife. Yeah.
0: Congratulations. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) Uh, and I was born in Orange County, raised in Southern California in Riverside County. Lived there till I was fifteen, and then we moved to Reading, and and then we've moved all over. So yeah, <laughs> but I think I like. I don't know. Like, part of me is like, I grew up here, mm-hmm. but then part of me is like, yeah, you know, I did quite a bit of growing up there too. So I'm kind yeah. of, both.
0: Yeah, kind of like a foot in both worlds because they're so different. Yeah. I know when we had first talked about it, you were kind of nervous. So mm-hmm. then what made you want to come on and do the podcast with me?
1: Um, well, we had always talked about, like, it would be fun to do a podcast, like a marriage podcast or something yeah. like that. And um, so when you start doing interviews, was like, line <laughs> up.
0: Well, that's a good point. Hopefully this will turn into something where it's not just like a one-time interview with you but like we could cover some of these topics together and that would be a, a fun series to do yeah that'd be fun. yeah so what is what are some characteristics and who are some people that you like look at as you grow in your own life and and try to become the person that you want to be who are the examples that you're trying to model like your decisions and your thought processes after
1: i think i pull from like a lot of different people like and mother like being a mom, like, I think a lot about my mom, because she was a really good mom, um, but I have to, like, change things, because she's not, I'm not parenting her children, but I do think, like, she did a really good job in, like, being compassionate and, like, loving and also, like, strict, but I always knew, like, she loved me and, like, approved of me, um, but I am also very, like, independent-minded. So I very much heavily rely on just my own thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull That's over, really true, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I think that I really like to make decisions, like, thought-out decisions that I thought out. So, like, even in, like... Besides you, I don't even really like to share, like, things that are, like, that I'm working on in myself or anything. Like, I like to keep it, like, close to me and kind of tell, like, I know, like, times where we've tried to decide if we're going to move or um, big decisions. Like, I like to make those myself. And so I think as much as I do pull from, like people i admire um i am very like independent minded yeah (laughs) so i kind of just like to base off of like what i think is best
0: yeah and that's probably a pretty healthy way to do is so like if you felt stuck then yeah you have these examples you could look to but for the most part like like to work through it yourself and I think that's a good idea
1: yeah I mean everything's kind of biblically based obviously and like what you know what would God have us do and like what would God have me do and um but as far as like other people like I also know that like you can have things you admire about people but people haven't gone through everything Like, the same things that you have gone through and have the same struggle. Like, no person is the same person. Yeah. And so, like, there's, you know, just, like, things that I pull from good people. But for the most part, I'm pretty (laughs) just do what I want to do. Yeah. (laughs) Not in a, like, stubborn way, but just in a, I just, like.
0: Yeah, it's just recognizing that your life is unique from everybody else's even the people that you would be inspired by so your decisions aren't going to look the same as theirs yeah that sounds pretty smart (laughs) thank you well on the topic of developing um you know i'm i might have an idea of some of these but like what is something that like a habit that you struggle with starting or or a habit that you're struggling to stop you know one or the other or both but something that when you look at who you want to be you know whether it's six months ten years down like the ideal version of yourself what is that person doing that you're not doing or what are they not doing that you're still struggling with
1: I think that I am working on a lot this year that I like used to struggle with and it's still like a climbing mountain like in like being a healthy person Yeah, and so it's still like a daily battle though like trying to like make sure that I'm making the best choices like for my body and for you know it's like it's It's a lot of mental work, and so um, I think that's, like, the best part of right now, Mm -hmm. like, how far I've come, but also, like, what I'll probably always be continuing to do because I'm trying to, like, unlearn things that I did for, you know, how many years I lived like that. Right.
0: So, when you say healthy person, are you talking like specifically and exclusively about physical health, or that like highlighted portion of your life is opening up areas of improvement and other things too?
1: I think it's physical and mental because yeah. the like being so unhealthy like was making me so unhappy. Mm. And so, um, mentally, like I know that there's things that. If I do every day, like it makes me a better person, a better mom, a better wife, like just in general. Like, yeah. I know if I like get my workouts in and then eat good and like I feel good about the choice that I'm making, then I'm going to feel good, like in turn for everybody else.
0: Right, when you're, yeah, you're the best version of yourself and that's not just for you. It's Mm -hmm. affecting everybody you love, too.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I think I've had to, like, I didn't realize, like, how, like, how my unhealthy habits were directly affecting my mental health as well. Yeah. Because I, like, don't have, like... I have more mental clarity now and I have I'm happier like and I'm proud of myself too like where I wasn't like I was ashamed of myself so
0: that's really cool especially to think of like if you look at like to the day you know a year ago how you were living your life and how you felt mentally and the choices that you were making and compare that to today, it's a huge difference. So then to look like a year into the future and see your constant progression is really exciting.
1: Yeah. I hope it's like ever growing and like still like, because even where I've like, I started and started doing really well, then I've like added on, like started eating better. And then I started walking and then now like going into the gym and strength training and Mm -hmm. like all those things, like I've thoroughly enjoyed as well like which before i dread dreaded all of that yeah you know so um yeah
0: so is there any piece of advice that you received from somebody or a quote or a bible verse that you feel like changed the course of your life or kind of serves as like this guiding light or purpose you know as you go through life um
1: there's a couple things there's Um, when I was actually moving from Southern California to Reading, um, somebody shared a Bible verse with me because they knew what a hard time I was having. They shared, um, Romans 828 with me, which I can never remember the exact wording off the top of my head, but it says, and we know that all, that in all things God God works for good for those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose and so that has been like a very guiding light in a lot of things that like we've gone through in like like in my younger teenage years but also like going through adulthood like just remembering that i mean especially because like that verse is from Paul, who's, like, in jail. Yeah, he's been through And, like, he can say that. Like, he can still say, like, God is working all things for good, even if you're, like, aren't, like, prevalent to that and you don't know, like, what that looks like. Like, I know that if I am, if I trust him, that that will be true. It's not always easy mm. and I haven't always like leaned on that, but it has been something that always like comes like back to me when we are like struggling. Yeah. And then also um, a few years ago, um, and we had talked about this before, like um, when I was doing um, teaching for makeup. Um, I had a friend say to me, like, when I was, like, really self-doubting, I was, like, she was like, who, who, or who's speaking to you in that? Like, when you're saying, like, you can't do it or you're not good enough or, like, you're going to fail, like, who are you listening to? Mm-hmm. And so then that's been something, like, And I, that now I can kind of carry with me because, like, God doesn't speak to you that way. Like, God is love and God is patience and he's kindness. Like, and Satan is, like, chaos and self-doubt. And he would do anything to, like, get you out of God's will. Yeah. And purpose, especially if you're doing something, like, that aligns and he can see that, Mm -hmm. like, he's going to attack you really heavily. Right. And it was something that, like, I had to tell myself, like, every single day during that time because I was traveling, doing makeup. Yeah. Or while I was teaching people and I was having to, like, stand in front of large crowds. Right. And I was really excited. And I had, like, done a lot to catapult my career to that. But it was also very much, like, still, like, a who am I to be doing this? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, Um, I just remember, like, every day before starting, I would just, like, be, like, whose voice am I hearing right now? And I'm, like, a very justice person, so the thought of, like, Satan winning over me is, like, very, like, nah, like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not letting Satan win today. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So when it comes to, like, going back to the Romans verse, um that's a really hard thing to hold on to as, like, an absolute truth that, like, all things work for good. What are some things that you've been through that, like, in the moment, absolutely do not feel good? Like, they're not working for good. They It feels like it's working against you. And then, you know, whether it's just patience or, or whatever happens, like, those things that felt awful, now you have seen them work for good.
1: Um, I think, like, definitely parts, one of the biggest things, like that I can think of now is like when I was supposed to go and work in that salon Mm -hmm. after esthetician school and things were going really bad with the owner and um, being attacked very like in my character and I was, like, very convinced throughout that whole time that this was what was going to, like, catapult us into, like, having, like, a good...
0: Financial security. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: good financial security. Like, we were not in, like, the best place. And um, so, like, I was convinced that that was it. Yeah. And I stuck out for like a very long time and there was a very long time after that that I like did not understand like why I went through all that hmm. like because I went like to be in that salon I went to esthetician school right like it's a lot and, of hard work yeah like and um but like I grew so much in like the thought process of like who I was and Listening to the right voice again. Mm -hmm. And it made me very, like, more confident in my career because I, I had worked really hard to get where I was. Yeah. And to build the clientele I had and to, like, be doing the things that I was doing. And they had asked me to come work for them. Right. And then automatically, like, I felt like they were trying to take credit mm. for, like, for what I had accomplished. Right. And um, so I think it made me more like, oh, no, like, I you're not taking credit for this. Right. And I have put in the work and I am talented and like I can do this without you. And I don't need this space to do that.
0: Right. Kind of like having that thrown in your face so aggressively by somebody else kind of like built up your immunity to struggling with like the imposter syndrome. Right. Like now you recognize it so you can fight it. When it's coming internally.
1: Right. And then, too, like, it also set me up to be at a place where, like, then I did go and work for this other company Mm -hmm. that I got to teach people, which was something, like, all along my whole career, I loved to do. Right. Like, the whole time I was working at the makeup counter and stuff, like, that's what I loved. Like, I loved teaching... Um, women how to feel beautiful again or to learn how to do a technique that they were frustrated with or more mature women like finding new products for their skin so that they like felt refreshed again mm-hmm. and and I was able to go and like teach other artists and like that's it was what I wanted but had I not gone through all that I may not have been at that place to like go and be in the position that i was in for that
0: right you might not have even said yes to it because you wouldn't have felt i wouldn't have been able to yeah
1: because i was like under contract that i wasn't allowed to do anything like that okay so had i been in the salon like i they would have
0: you would have missed the opportunity completely
1: yeah it would have been nothing that came into like existence yeah because even my partner like I had I came to them with that mm-hmm. like that plan right and told them that like her and I should do that together right and so I don't think that was even on her radar at the time so both of us like would never have done that and it was an amazing opportunity that like I'll never forget yeah so
0: and that's such an awesome thing that I think you and I have both like individually and together have experienced for when you reach the point that you're able to let go of the thing that you thought was like the sure thing yeah and you're just hanging on to like go along for the ride whatever god you know wants or has for you like just being accepting of that the next thing that comes along is so much better that you wouldn't have had if you if you had just been allowed to hang on to the thing that you thought was going to work, like, right. you miss out on so much. Yeah, you know? and,
1: and, like, obviously, like, that was in God's plan for me, but I didn't see it at the time. Like, when right. I left that that situation, like, it just felt like total failure. Yeah. But now I can look back and know, like, that I'm, one, proud, like, of sticking up for myself and not. And I think it was probably the first time, like, that I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then, two, like, it it showed me a lot of, like, what I, what, you know, like, what I had in me, I guess. Yeah. To, like, to know who I was. Right. You know? And to see myself how like god truly saw me not and people around me too like mm-hmm. i think like having to really be sure and listen to like the people who knew me because it was like very twisted and that i was like portrayed like a very different way yeah so And you
0: know, what's funny is i mean maybe you'll disagree but at least for me so many of those instances where you're finding out like who you are and what you're capable of more of those come from the things that you thought were failures than the things you thought were successes so like yeah you like go through this thing and you feel like you failed yeah and then as you allow it to work itself out through your life, you're like, oh, well, not only was that a failure, that actually really highlighted some strengths in me or built some strengths that I didn't have before. Yeah, And that's like a really encouraging thing to, as you get older and start to work through continued, you know, so-called failures is recognizing the growth that's coming from them. And it kind of takes the sting out sometimes. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Maybe sometimes years later too. Yeah. Because I think like it took me a long time to get there. Like mm-hmm. even... Going through all the other stuff, like going and doing the other stuff and teaching, like I don't know that I tied it together till years later, where then I appreciated like that situation going bad because Mm -hmm. like I went on from that and like I shot, like I worked for commercials and like I worked for a movie and like I did the teaching like there's so many things i would have never done and had i done it i would have been under somebody else's name right like and not never like been accredited yeah and that takes something away like as an artist yeah and i think it's like you just i would have never experienced those things in those ways yeah so i'm glad i went through that now
0: good changing gears a little bit um so you and I have been married for sixteen years. This year will be seventeen. We have three kids. So we've got a lot going on. We've got you know a toddler and a high schooler, and then, you know a seven year old in the middle, and so much going on all at the same time. What's the hardest aspect of not just marriage and parenting, but your life as? A woman as an individual person who has to take care of herself as a wife and as a mother like what are you dealing with in your in your daily life now that's the hardest whether that's the hardest to do well or the hardest to like balance
1: um i think a lot of that is just really hard to balance um it's really hard to not have a career anymore Mm. like even like it's such a a like good place to be but also it's not like we've like made it and so then like i can just be a stay-at-home mom and we're good like i like do miss having um something that's for me like that i'm challenging myself and i'm like which i mean like I have a little bit in, like, with what I've gone through the last year with, like, being, like, my health. Right. Um, And that's been something very new to, like, have to, like, prioritize not just everybody else but myself as well. Yeah. But it is very, like, you have, like, the older two are in school, so it's not even, like, they're home with me. Right. I have Portland home with me and like that's amazing but it's also like very lonely too like and can feel a little bit like Groundhog Day where I'm like picking up the same socks and cleaning <sighs> the same thing and like and all like doing everything for everybody else but have nothing for myself. Yeah. And not because that's anybody's fault. Like, that's just where we're at in life. But, and also wouldn't, like, like, change that either. Like, I mean, I would like to have something I could do from home for a job. But, like, I wouldn't change having, like, being able to pick up my kids and, like. And having these short years with Portland, like, I wouldn't right. change that. But it also is challenging at the same time.
0: Yeah. So even if it's, like, worth the sacrifice, does it ever make you feel like like you're not seen? Or that the rest of the world is kind of, like, moving on and you're standing still, like, in the house? Or just, like, in this mode of caretaker?
1: I feel like you're very good at, like, seeing that. And, like... You know, you like can see that and like are like, hey, I've got this, like take like but yeah, like my like I don't have like a large social group and so and the majority of them are not stay like nobody's a stay at home mom that yeah. I like have in my life. Um so everybody's working and everybody's got like life which is like not that I don't have life but like they're kind of getting to do what they want mm-hmm. and they're they have like so much going on and I so it is somewhat li- like like mom like I think it moms in general sometimes are just overlooked you know yeah. like they're doing so much and have so much like on their mind and in like everything but it's also like a very fulfilling thing too so it's very hard like so it's like hard to say like oh yeah like i'm overlooked because i'm not like yeah but it can feel like just lonely yeah it really is just it's just lonely like you know you're gone all the time and you're like with people and talking to people and but like I don't have that you know like maybe once a week I'll go and I'm trying to like be better at that like just getting out of the house yeah like not just staying home five days a week and doing the same thing like I try to take Portland out and do something at least once a week that is just out break up that
0: groundhog day yeah. thing. um so yeah cause it is a weird like contradiction where both are simultaneously true that like it is absolutely a fulfilling thing that you're doing but then so very draining mm-hmm. and yeah i think sometimes i i forget and i like normalize it and it is normal like it's you know that is our lives but it's also really hard like to be someone like who so much about you is about ensuring the best for other people Mm -hmm. and then so the fact that you i don't know you've really blown me away especially in this last year because you have not gotten worse in any area of your life like it's not like now that you're focusing on your health and your fitness and you're doing all this stuff and you're setting boundaries with people and your relationships are getting better like you're still um, as good or if not better of a mom and and wife than you've ever been so it's not like you're sacrificing that to take care of yourself here like you manage it all and every time you improve on something you improve on everything and so I don't know. I guess I just want to encourage you like everything I see you try at, you succeed and you always do better than you give yourself credit for. And it's impressive. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. So along those lines, Mm -hmm. what's something that you experienced throughout that process that, that lets you know that you're, you're doing something right. Like through all the things that you're, you're going through and the people that you're taking care of and the the constant on of being who you are for the people around you like what's that reminder like okay i got this or i'm you know well it must be working on some level because this
1: um i think with you and i that we like are happy and thriving like in our relationship i know then okay we're doing something you know not that it's like hard to look at because we work really hard at it but like when I see, like, the life we've built with our kids and, like, then I can, like, I know, like, we're doing it right, you know? Like, when our kids are, like, feel taken care of and they, like, feel safe and they know, like, that we have them mm-hmm. and they're being able to thrive and mentally like be able to thrive where they're not having to think about like anything but being kids yeah like i feel like that's doing it well you know yeah like and so i think also when i prioritize like being healthy it makes me happy and then i know i'm doing yeah you
0: know that's so, true yeah yeah i guess with that you kind of like consistently see the effects of like when i'm making good choices i feel good and when yeah. i stop making good choices i feel bad and that's like a constant oh yeah it's when like an easy like thing to
1: that i like just let go of control like i feel it yeah i feel it mentally i feel it physically like i and it it's very motivating now because it's like mm. an old feeling that I never want to feel again. So it's motivating to like even on my worst day, it's not my worst day. Right. Like it's not like <laughs> anything that I used to feel. Yeah. Like mentally or physically, you know.
0: Right. Your so, worst day in the last 6 months is probably as good or better than your best day from right. yeah, a couple oh, years ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: easy like not even like i wouldn't even make it a day like in my life now yeah a year ago (laughs) like i would have been like freaking out yeah but yeah so i feel like i'm kind of unrecognizable and like if you if you like live with me or knew me really well like how i live now is very unrecognizable yeah Of, like, a night and day difference of that. So,
0: are you doing a lot right?
1: (laughs) Probably doing bad too, but
0: (laughs) I'm not going to. So, your sister Cassie submitted a question. Um, (laughs) She said, What's something you realized about yourself since you've changed your health habits so much?
1: That I'm very strong. Like, I'm very strong mentally and physically like I can do so much more than I ever would have given myself credit for like in having a very like strict schedule of like how I eat and how I like train my body and doing way more than I ever thought I physically would ever do. Yeah. So... I'm a lot stronger, like mentally and physically than I ever thought I was or could have been.
0: That's really good to hear. And because of that, I would like to give you this opportunity now that you've realized (laughs) that you are so much stronger mentally and physically than you thought you were. Oh,
1: are we hand wrestling?
0: No, no, I'm giving you a chance to tell me that I was right. All the times that I say that you are stronger than you think you are, or you, you're better than you give yourself no, credit for. I'm not
1: going to give you credit you could, for my work.
0: No, but I was right that you are stronger than you thought.
1: Mm. Right. Mm, I don't really remember these conversations. But if you could I mean,
0: just say it. a very
1: like, like wise man. I'm sure you, you thought it. I don't.
0: Mm. I never mentioned, you know. Oh. That's interesting. Well,
1: like lit, like. You're living your best life right now. I don't That's
0: unfortunate because I feel like previous guests have been pretty honest on this. but
1: <laughs> Yes, you've been very encouraging throughout this whole process. You've been like a very strong backbone of like whatever I needed to do, like whatever I like. I have like because like I'm with the kids all day, like I have to go to gym at nine ten o'clock at night sometimes and i'm gone for a while and like you always no matter what's going on or like yeah you take care of that like and um all the changes that i've made to our eating and everything like you've always been like overwhelmingly supportive
0: thank you i think we're gonna say that that implied that i was right and uh, maybe we'll, we'll let the listeners decide okay
1: yeah, yeah we'll but let yeah. them decide
0: and I was right you
1: know? yeah. okay Betty. <laughs> whatever you need to do at the end of the day you know what I mean
0: well you know I'll, I'll you know, edit, this edit this and <laughs> I'll, I'll put a clip in at the end yeah. and, uh, Nicole had to go but she did want to leave this message that I was right I love you.
1: I love
0: you. Or is there anything that you wanted to cover? Um, like a message that you feel like people need to hear or a question that you have for me?
1: I think the biggest message I have, but it's also my biggest struggle, like, would be like trusting God that He has a plan. Um, and also like, being able to rest in, like, the hard times because, like, it does work for good eventually, and even if it's not the same way that you thought it was going to be, Mm -hmm. like, life doesn't look always how you want it to, and, but, that like, to focus on, like, right things
0: well you were talking about resting yeah in the hard times (laughs) how do you do that it's not a literal thing where you like uh take a nap and wake up and everything will be better so yeah while the storm continues why while things continue to suck how do you rest in that
1: i think you have a you pray for peace yeah and you. I know, like, I hear, I've heard, like, a lot of people say, like, think of the worst thing that could happen right now, like, and then move forward, because the worst thing that could happen is probably not that bad. Yeah. You know, like, we've always been taken care of, even in, like, the hardest times, like, and I think something in the last two years that I've had to learn is like letting go of that control of like trying to make sure we're okay because there's no control over it like yeah. i don't i don't have control and the more i lean on god like the more he's taking care of us Yeah. but the times where we were literally like i think that there was times last year where i was just like we have to be doing something every second to try to make sure we're okay
0: right there's but like rest isn't allowed right
1: like because we have to like do as much as we can Mm -hmm. but like when i just started like trusting that god was in control and he was gonna do it like we've been taken care of ever since then right like when decided to stop like doing grocery delivery and like because you'd go to work all week and then we'd do grocery delivery all weekend and like be making hardly nothing for such a
0: like, minimal, like to pay right. for our gas and lunch and then maybe you know 30 bucks, yeah, like,
1: like, like we weren't gaining that much from it, but it was hard to let it go because I felt like we were
0: something we like, were doing, yeah, yeah,
1: and letting that go, like we like since letting that go. And I felt like you and I both felt like God told us to let it go. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't struggled a day since. Like, I mean, struggled, yes. But like we haven't been destitute since then. Like, right, we've been I've gotten off. makeup gigs or I've like, or you, you know, like we've just been gifted things. Like, yeah. so since then, like we've not, not had grocery money or money to pay something. Like, I mean, it. So I think that's, like, huge because I think we scrambled for a really long time trying to, like, have control of it. Mm -hmm. And, And not in, like, a, like, disobedient way. Like, I think we were just trying to, like, I think we were so lost, like, that we thought we were doing the right thing.
0: Right. I think for me, like, some of it was, you know, always asking god to help but feeling like well i can't be asking god for help if i'm not doing absolutely everything i possibly can And, and instead of taking the time to listen like okay making moves and taking steps like isn't always the right thing like sometimes standing still is the right thing to do
2: right
0: because you don't like we don't see what's going on outside of our lives we don't always see the plan that god has for us or the opportunities or like the ways that he wants to put blessings on our lives because we just can't hold still long enough to accept it.
1: Right. And I think like even just in like the job that you've ended up with, like it's crazy to see like when you didn't get the other job that we thought you were going to get. And we were like, kind of, neither of us were excited about it, but we were excited to like have stability Mm -hmm. and like, and you had such a good attitude, even though you had told me it was, like, literally, like, your worst-case scenario. Like, you you were just joyous and, like, having the opportunity. But to, like, not get that and not understand why, but then, like, so clearly, like, this door opened up to what you're doing now, which right. is, like, just, I think, put you in a role that, like... God has prepared you for like people have spoken over you like for as long as I've known you like to be like a shepherd and now like you're in a position to like help people and bring them to safety and like and in a real way like make a difference in a community and like in a more compassionate sense than I think like you would have, if you had gone down a different, right like you would have made a difference, but it would have been a different, difference. Yeah. Like this is more like within your character mm-hmm. and like makes more sense in like words that people have spoke over. Like both of us really. Yeah. So, um, like that, like, is crazy to me. Yeah. That like something that we thought was devastating turned into something really good and yeah. now you have an opportunity to like build this into like whatever you want it to look like.
0: Right and yeah, that's one of the craziest parts about it, is that I actually get to make decisions and and shape the future of something that is about helping people. And it's it's a very, I feel like it's a unique opportunity to get to do for, like to get paid to do that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Within like the field that you wanted. It's like in a general. Right. Like area that you wanted to be in, but like in a different role than most would be in. Yeah. So I think that's really cool.
2: Okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, I this just circling back a little bit, um, but a lot of, like, what we talk about on the podcast is I know we've covered, like, how to be a better husband and how to apply some of those principles, and a lot of it is about self-improvement. Um, we don't always spend a lot of time talking about relationships, but what would you say is, like, the thing? Like, what is the best thing About our relationship. That keeps it. Healthy.
1: Um, Communication. I think is like the biggest thing. And. I think second would be. um, How we treat. One another like we. Are very like. Put each other. Like we don't we're not prideful. Like with each other. If we're. In a place where we're disagreeing, I think one of the biggest things, like, that we've changed in the 16 years that we've been married mm-hmm. um, is, like, setting pride aside. Mm. Like, I feel like we genuinely, even in those situations, like, we try to have understanding of what like the other person's going through and know that like it's not about winning it's about like because nobody wins in like trying to win
0: right in a marital fight there's no like, right. winners yeah there's no
1: win <laughs> like especially because most of the time fights between like married people are about feelings about mm-hmm. like hurt like her i mean for ours anyways i think it's like oh you hurt my feelings which
0: comes down to miscommunication right Hmm. which
1: is yeah and i think like in that somebody could be very like well i didn't do that on purpose so i'm not gonna apologize right but i feel like one of the biggest lessons we've learned is like putting that aside and knowing like how that person is feeling And how is more important than, like, our intentions were. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think, like, all of that ties into communication, like, and communicating well and communicating loving. Like, not going to each other when we're angry and not snapping at each other. Like, we can both approach each other in, like, a loving way mm-hmm. and be like, hey, like, that, like, that felt like this, yeah. you know, and then I think that's a huge part, too, is that um, I think we used to, like, just, like, snap and be like, why'd you do that, like, mm-hmm. whereas now I feel like we can take a second and be like, this felt like that, and, like, did you mean that? And then it's, like, a more approachable way as well for somebody to come back with a loving, like, response.
0: Instead of being defensive. Instead of,
1: yeah. Like, because if you go to your spouse and you're just, like, you did this and you did this, like, nobody's going to, like, automatically a guard's up. Right. And they're not going to come back with, like, TLC. You know? Like, (laughs) they're going to come back with, like, what you have done and what you know and then it just makes something so big Mm -hmm. whereas like if you stop and communicate well and not in an attacking form like then you are going to get a better response right so i think those are like the biggest lessons that we've learned like through our marriage because it wasn't always like that but i think we've done really like progressively grown yeah to be as good i mean not perfect no, right not by any means but i think like
0: but we've had those fights and we've learned right, from them, yeah
1: right and like to be very careful like i think we're both very careful with what we speak over each other mm-hmm. like we're never hateful or attacking like we may feel attacked but i don't think either one of us ever like verbally try to cut each other. Yeah, yeah, like I think we're both very careful even in heated, you know, conversations that we don't like tear each other down. Yeah. permanently because those things have like very lasting. Like you say things out of anger, but people it carries with them for a long time.
0: Right, you can say something that you don't mean just cuz you're mad, but then the person that you said it to is like, "Oh, that's what they really think of me.
1: yeah and And that's like right once
0: the fight's over you still in the back of your mind like now i know yeah yeah
1: and you can try to take it back but there is some sort of truth when somebody loses control like that too right like they probably meant it in some sort of capacity maybe not
0: like even if they took it to the extreme or they're talking about one specific instance not your entire character but it takes you know 10 times as long to rebuild that as mm-hmm. it did to tear it down yeah
1: and i think that that's something that we've i don't think we've ever really been like verbally like where we you know say awful things to each other but i think that we're even better at it now
0: yeah. all right last thing just because you know the, the last episode that came out was talking about changes and mm-hmm. resolutions and we haven't talked about this, but did you have anything in mind? Like, did you have a New Year's resolution? Like in the back of your mind, it's like, you know what, this 2024 is gonna be different because this.
1: Like, mm, I am gonna floss. Better at flossing. That's no, literally all I had. That's a good was one. Like I've you know, I think I've made every change that I can make. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> that I can handle anyways. It's... But that was when I could uh
0: that's important like, hey, attainable and I'd
1: be better at this <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> I have not succeeded I'm just kidding I've actually been very good about it so just a little thing you know yeah Duck cookie
0: thank you for doing this
1: thanks for having me the first woman on the man's podcast
0: all right there you go Like I said, I always have a ton of fun recording these interviews, but obviously there's something special about being able to have my wife on the show with me. Uh, It was so much fun, and I always love getting to hear her talk about uh, how she feels and what she's dealing with and some of the wisdom that she has to offer. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. And if you want to see the video version of this interview, that will be up on Patreon. Or if you just want to support the podcast and you're listening on Spotify, you can go ahead and click the link in the description and support as much or as little as you like. Uh, Don't forget to tag Everyman's Odyssey on social media to let me know what you guys thought of the episode and if there's any topics that you would like to see covered in the future. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. You Take care.